This is Scott. This is Rebecca. And we're the CEOs of Hardy, Party of Five. And a half. It's not really a company, it just sounds cool. And if you're looking for a normal family, well, you've certainly come to the wrong place. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times, and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. Welcome to Hardy Party of Five and a Half Podcast. Well, hello there. We got something new going down today. We do. Well, I mean, it's old and new. My, 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 how the turn tables. I don't know what that means. It's a Michael Scott reference. Who's that? Michael Scott from The Office. Never Steve Carell or Carol, whichever. I don't know how you say his name. Never seen it. you never seen it? I literally have never seen it. Oh, okay. I don't well, think I like that kind of filming what kind of filming is well that? it's kind of a mockery- fake documentary yeah mockumentary i think is what they call okay, it a fake documentary yeah where they kind of they it's break a, the fourth a, wall and talk to the audience it's a fakeumentary a fakeumentary i just can't remember that word okay i don't like it you don't like a fakeumentary or you don't like the word you came up with? i like the word i came up with yeah, and i don't, don't like, like a fakeumentary so you probably wouldn't like parks and rec either because it's very similar never seen that either i feel like parks and rec is a little more lighthearted, like Sometimes on the office they get a little yeah rare. Okay, so well raise your hand if you just turned off the podcast because <laughs> I don't. I've never seen either of these two shows. <laughs> I haven't watched much of the office. I've watched a little bit, uh-huh. but I've watched all of Parks and Rec. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I would watch it again too. Really? Oh yeah. I don't know. It's so dry. I don't like that. Parks and Rec is not as dry as the oh, office. Okay. It's a little more slapsticky over the top then the office is very dry like everybody plays it very serious yeah yeah i don't like that so. that makes me so uncomfortable i don't like it all right well that's not what's new here is what is new we are doing this month in history we are but i am spearheading this month in history you're the history person we all know it i'm going to try to stump you oh i'm sure you will you get when you do the history stuff like you did baseball a while back with me and carl i believe mhm and you got so specific, we had no idea what you were talking about. Well, I just knew you guys were gurus, so yeah. apparently I didn't. I went a little too deep. But I didn't on this one. I think you'll be able to guess these. I'm just going to sit back and let the game come to me. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm I gonna... don't know what that means. It sounded good. <laughs> Time to change my game plan, because I feel like these are too easy now. Uh-oh, good. <laughs> Trick psychology. It worked perfectly. So the way this works is, typically, you're leading it, and you play me a little sound bit or clip. Yeah. And it leads me to what possibly might be happen- have happened in this month in history. We try to do things from 1970 forward to present time, so during our lifetime, and in this month being October. Now, I have to ask you something. Okay. Have you done the little trick, or you're not going to tell me, of, like, sometimes I bring in something like I did Mother's Day, which is every year. No. For many years. But it, this is all between 70 and 2020. Yes. You're not trying to trick me. No. Okay. I'm not that clever. <laughs> there's, there's just okay. no way. I was is looking there a for an advantage. Thing? It would be Halloween. What well, happens yeah, every true. October? Yeah. Do you have a Halloween one? No. No? We did spooky stories last time. I can look in your eyes and tell if you're lying. I'm not lying. Okay. We do, I do not have a Halloween one. 
Okay, so I'm going to play you a clip. This whole entire episode is going to be like 15 minutes because you're so much better than this than me. I'm oh, kidding. gosh. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to play you a clip. Hold on. I've got to do my Sharpay and get ready. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm ready now. Well, that was close to Sharpay, but we'll... What does she do? I'm, I don't even... I know it has like... Mah, mah, mah. Well, I did the last part. Didn't she go... I think so. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> In my mind, that's what happens. This is above or below my pay grade. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Okay, are you ready for your first clip? I'm ready. All right, here we go. When you wish upon a star Make no difference who you are Anything your heart desires will come Okay, I think Jimmy the, Jiminy the Cricket was born to his parents. Is that it? No. Oh. That's not it. It has something to do with Disney. It does have something to do with Disney. Yes. Basically, here's what you want to know. Magic Kingdom opened as the first part of Walt Disney World Resort October 1st, 1971. Oh, so it's Disney World. It is Magic Kingdom. Disney World. Magic nice. Kingdom. Yeah. Um, so let's see. It opened with 23 attractions. Three were unique to the park and 20 were replicas of the attractions at Disneyland. Hmm. They're split into six themed lands. Five copies from those at Disneyland. Can you name them? Do you know them? Okay, say it, say it again. The six Slower. themed lands. I'll give okay. you a hint. Tomorrowland. Okay, Tomorrowland. That's okay, one. That's one. <laughs> Do you need some help? Um, Adventureland. Adventureland. Um, Where would Tom Sawyer be? Tom Sawyer, Adventureland, though. Is he not in Adventureland? Ooh, I don't know. Oh. Where would Liv Liverlips and them be? Um, Countryland. <laughs> I don't, you know the lands much yes, better than I do. Frontierland. Frontierland, that's yes. what I meant. And Fantasyland. Fantasyland. Right. And then Man, Main, Main Street USA. Yeah. And then Magic Kingdom has Liberty Square, which is where the presidents and all that stuff are. Oh, yeah. President's Hall. Or, right, right. Yeah. So since opening, Magic Kingdom, this is interesting, has been closed temporarily because of seven hurricanes. Hmm? Seven. Floyd, Charlie, Francis, Jeannie, Wilma, Matthew, and Irma. Do you want to know when the first non-hurricane-related day the park was closed? It it was... Do you know what it is? It's not COVID, was it? Nope. It's it was before, before that. that. 2001. Oh, it was September 11th. September after 11th, that. Right. Yeah, definitely. Due to the terrorist attacks that day. Yeah. Well, Disney World was closed from March 15th of this year to July 11th of this year due to COVID pandemic. Yeah. In addition, there are four phases of park closures when Magic Kingdom exceeds capacity, ranging from restricted access for most of the guests, which is phase one, yeah. to full closure for everyone, even cast members, phase four. Magic Kingdom has was often used as an unofficial nickname for Disneyland before Walt Disney World was built. The official tagline for Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth, while the tagline for the Magic Kingdom is the most magical place on Earth. I did not know that. Okay. I thought they were both the happiest place on Earth. Now I understand. Yeah. Up until the early 1990s, Magic Kingdom was officially known as Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom and was never printed without Walt Disney World prefix. Okay. This purpose was to differentiate between the park and the Disneyland in California. So I thought that was super interesting. Yeah. So here's the a creepy thing. 
in October. This is like bringing in Halloween, right? Yeah. In October of 2018, the Wall Street Journal had reported that the theme park is becoming a popular spot for families to scatter the ashes of loved ones with, oh. the, with, with the haunted mansion being the favorite location. That's kind of a good idea. The practice is unlawful and prohibited, Scott Hardy. Well, how are you going to do it when I die? This is, this is, I'm putting this in my will now. Oh, my goodness. I'll sneak you in somehow. Um, it's unlawful and prohibited on Disney property, and anyone spreading cremated remains will be escorted from the park. You're going to get me escorted out of the park, well, aren't you? <laughs> it won't be on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a permanent part of the ride. Mm, that'll be fun. Yeah. Cool. Can we, we need to talk to our lawyer and get this put in. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I mean, if the worst that's happened is I'm escorted from the park, I can do that for you. I'm not, I'm not trying to get some jail time. Do you want to get tased? I don't care. I I don't really want to get tased. I don't really want to. But if I'm dead and cremated, I can't get tased. No, you can't. So anyways, I can, I can see what I can figure out. If I'm just going to get escorted from the park, I'm down. Okay, what's your favorite? You you like Magic Kingdom, like Love when we Magic talk specifically Kingdom. Disney World, you like Magic Kingdom, yeah. right? Yes. I think I'm more of uh, where the big tree and stuff are. That <laughs> 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 I can't remember the exact name. I can't remember the exact name of Animal it. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Yes. But that's because you like the. Um, the, what? the Yeti roller coaster. What's it oh, called? Yeah. Mount Everest, Expedition Everest. That's and I also it. like the movie part. What movie part? It's Hollywood Studios now. Is that what it's oh, called? Oh, that's now? the one you like. Yeah, it was, Hollywood Studios. It went Hollywood Studios, MGM. Yes. Back to Hollywood Studios. Yes, and we have got to do that because of the new Rise of the, Rise of the Resistance. Oh yeah, the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know? Like I. We have Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. I watched one of the, I think it's called Imagineering, the oh, documentaries. Yeah. yeah. And I they were talking it. about one of the main reasons Walt wanted to build this. Do was, you see how this just turned into your podcast? What? I'm just, it, <laughs> it came to my mind. I couldn't even remember what Animal Kingdom was called. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What? But I just thought of it, like the main reason he wanted, he bought that property and was building is he wanted to do Epcot, which was supposed to be a... It was supposed to be a neighborhood of the future. Like, it was going to be a real neighborhood. Yeah. Like, the perfect utopian neighborhood. But then after he passed away, it kind of turned into, to me, the most boring part. <laughs> Epcot, which was just talking about mm. cultures of the world. Which is kind of interesting. But yeah. Epcot's never been very fascinating to me. Right. But it was supposed to be this utopian neighborhood he was well, going to build. Well, Epcot also opened October 1st in 1992. Whoa. So that was like next on my list later. to tell you that. Do you know what Epcot stands for? Uh, something, something. <laughs> it starts with an E. Environmental. No. Um, I don't know. Experimental. Experimental. Prototype. <laughs> Prototype. Community. Community of the future. Of tomorrow. Of the tomorrow. The future. It's what? not Epcoff. <laughs> That's the German pronunciation. Epcoff. Okay. I can't it remember says, any names or letters tonight. No, it says that the city and community are sometimes interchangeable. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, there you go. That's your first this month in history. Are you ready for the second one? I think so. All right, let's do it. Okay, 
is the opening to Saturday Night Live. You're exactly right. And I think I have the year for you. Oh, okay. I don't know the exact date. All right. 1975. How do you know this? I know a little bit of... I was totally into Saturday Night Live when it first came out. Okay, well, name the first... Name the top... The first ten comedians that were on that show. What? The, the first cast members? Okay. <laughs> Gilda okay. Radner. Okay. Okay. John Belushi. Okay. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yep. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. He's not on my list. Okay. No. Um, no, I don't have ten here. When I Jane said Curtin. ten, I wasn't counting. Okay. Jane Curtin. Uh-huh. Um... Eddie Murphy was not an original. Chevy Chase. Yes. Oh my um, gosh. You're a freak. <laughs> How do you know I this? was all into it. When that first came on, I was all into it. So. You're, you're missing a lady. Okay. Another lady? I, I, I said Gilda Radner. Did you say her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then you're not missing okay. another lady. Except that I think this guy's name sounds like a lady's name, but it's a guy. Oh, Garrett Morris. Garrett Morrison. Garrett Morris. Morris Garrett is Morris, one of yeah. them, but that's He's not... also Clisby. Uh, oh, really? On the Psych. I think it's the seventh season. He's one of the characters on the Psych. Oh, my goodness. Clisby. Okay. Well, that is not who I was talking of because oh. Garrett's not a female name. No, good point. Okay. Good point. <laughs> point taken. Do you know There's still one. A female name? Other. I think it's a female name, but it's not really spelled like the female name. Gosh. Um... Do you know him otherwise? No. But you probably will. Uh, the last name is Newman. Newman? I don't know. Lorraine? Oh, Lorraine Newman. That is a girl. Oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was the redhead. Lorraine Newman. Okay. Yeah. It's a girl. Okay. That's what thought, was throwing was, me off. Is like. I guess I was thinking of... Oh, this is so dumb. I was thinking of... Who's the naked gun dude? Leslie Nielsen. Okay. Well, see, same initials. Exact there same initials. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. October 11th, 1975, Saturday Night Live, a topical comedy sketch show. Featuring all of those people yep. and clearly a couple more. The 90-minute program, which from its inception has been broadcast live from Studio 8H at, do you know where? Rockefeller Center? Yes. How do you know these things? Because we've been there. Well, that doesn't mean I knew that anything was filmed there. No. The Tonight, uh, <sighs> Jimmy Fallon is filmed there now. Oh, really? I if you hang that. out enough, you'll probably see some of them walking around. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, it includes a different guest host and musical act each week. The opening sketch of each show ends with one actor saying, Live from New York, it's Saturday night. Oh my gosh, you're a freakazoid. <laughs> and I haven't watched it in like a decade. <laughs> okay, here's a trick question. <laughs> okay. It was created by the Canadian-born comedy writer. Lorne Michaels. Oh my gosh. He's Sa the executive producer. Saturday night. Okay, there's one year, I think it was 79 or 80, that Lorne Michaels left the show. And it was like one of the worst years ever. Mm -hmm. Like they had a terrible cast. It just went terribly. And then they brought Lorne Michaels back. I think it was 79, 80. And then they brought him back to start oh the 80s. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Whenever, Why do I know that? I, I don't, don't know. know. But whenever I see, this is word association night. Because yeah. when I see Lorne Michaels, I think of the dad on Little House on the Prairie. What was his name? <laughs> I can't remember now. What was his name? I know you're talking about the white-headed guy. He was also in Battlestar Galactica. Well, he wasn't white when he was on Little House on the Prairie. He had the, white hair. He did? Yeah. The dad on Little House on the Prairie? Oh, Little House on the Prairie. I, thought, <laughs> I was thinking Bonanza. <laughs> you're talking about Lord, You're talking about Michael Landon. Oh, see? Do you see how these names sound well, so funny? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you're getting confused. <laughs> 
I think this is all fake news. <laughs> Where's Scooter McScoops when we need him? I don't know. Okay. Lauren Green was the dad on Bonanza, the white-haired guy. He oh. was also on Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Michael Landon is the dad on... <laughs> Michael Landon. And yes. you're talking about Lauren, Lauren Michaels. Green. just flipped initials on Lauren Michaels. So I, you see? But you're t- I, are you not talking about Lauren Green no, on Bonanza? I'm talking oh. about the Little House on the Prairie, Dad. <laughs> you're talking about the Bonanza person. I don't I'm even, talking about I've the person. I've never even seen Bonanza. <laughs> I'm talking about the person that actually has the same name as Lauren Michaels. <laughs> So why would I think I'm that? I'm only talking initials. <laughs> Can you just follow me with the initials? That's all I you're, know. You're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Saturday Night Live has introduced a long list of, memori- of memorable characters and catchphrases. Yes. From Gilda Radner's, well, who did she play? Roseanne, what was her name? Roseanne, Rosanna Dana? Yes. To the Coneheads, to Billy Crystal's Fernando. Do you know oh, what he said? Yes. You look marvelous. (laughs) To Dana Carvey's church lady. Could it be Satan? (laughs) To the bodybuilders, Hans and Franz. We're going to bump you up. How do you know these things? Okay. To Coffee Talk host, Linda Richmond. Do you know hers? I don't know that one. Like butter? I don't know that one. And I'm Verklimp. Verklimped. Is that a Verklimped, word? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That have become a part. You did really well on that. I'm so, Thank you. so impressed. Like, you only missed that last one. All right. That have become a part of pop culture history. The show, whose cast has changed continually over the years, has also launched the careers of such performers as Bill Murray, Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Mike Myers, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, David Spade, John Lovitz, <laughs> Julia Louise Dreyfus. Tina Turner. Oh, Tina Fey. What? Yeah, I was just kidding. Amy Poehler and Kristen Wiig. What about Jimmy Fallon? He's not on here. Uh, Okay. Some Saturday Night Live sketches have been turned into feature films. The two most successful examples being... Night at the Roxbury. No, that's not two of the most successful. Um, Two of the most successful. Gosh. Uh, Not the Coneheads. Mm, That was a movie? Yeah. No. That's been a movie, too. What else has been a movie? Oh, goodness. Um, Anybody? Anybody? Well, I know that Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd were in Trading Places, but that's not a skit. No, I think this one also had Dan Aykroyd and, I don't know, some people that wear sunglasses a lot. Oh, the Blues Brothers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then the other one was maybe Keanu Reeves and, I don't know, Wayne's World? Wayne's World. Oh, okay. Okay. Was that Keanu Reeves? That's Dana Carvey and oh, Mike Myers. Oh gosh. See, he wasn't even Danny Reeves. Keanu Reeves was not on my list, so I don't know why I said that. Okay. The show was originally known as NBC's Saturday Night, but there was another show on ABC called Saturday Night Live with Howard Cosell. Oh gosh. However, NBC eventually Howard Cosell. <laughs> why do you do all these note <laughs> like voices? You're so good. Okay. Um, however, NBC eventually purchased the naming rights, and since 1977, the edgy comedy program has been called Saturday Night Live. Okay. Yeah. I'm impressed. You knew so much about that. I don't know why I know so much about Saturday Night Live. It was just in my wheelhouse, early teens. I don't know where I grew up, but I've never seen this show either. Saturday Night Live? No. Did you not stay up late? No. I stayed up late. If I stayed up late, I was watching reruns of Duke's Hazard. Oh, yeah. But this is, 
I, I just would have, I mean, I probably watched like the first like five minutes of something, yeah. but I never watched a whole one. Again, maybe it's not my type of comedy. Well, I think I like sketch comedy. I like the idea of sketch comedy. I don't know what that means. Well, like they, it's, it's not like. They have different sketches, like all the sketches you talked about. Like, you look marvelous. It's just like a five or six minute thing. Wouldn't that be called that a they... skit? Yeah, a skit. A sketch or a skit. Okay. So, because I liked, before that, I liked Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett with, like, Harvey Corman and Tim, Tim Conway, Conway and no, all those I guys. That. To be To be honest, they were much funnier to me than Saturday Night Live ever has been. Because mm-hmm. I just think they were like super talented comedians. They're still funny. But I still like them. the skits where you just think of a bit and you try to flesh it out, and that's always been interesting to me. Of but they're how they all do planned, that. right? It's not improv. Well, they like there can be some improv in it, but like at the start of the week, they find out who the host is going to be, and then they will pitch. They get in a room together with all the writers and. Because David Spade has a talk show now, and he's talked about this on his show, of how they get, and <clears throat> they all come up with ideas for the host. Mm-hmm. Like, say it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they think of different bits he could be in. So you try to pitch yours, and you try to be on, like, they'll read through yours, they'll do a table reading, and see if it's funny and catches on. Huh. And your your goal is to get <clears throat> something on Saturday night. Like, you, you finally made it when one of your skits gets picked for that Saturday night, but there's so many that don't get picked. Really? So like That's on so a like Monday, Tuesday, they go through skits and then they start rehearsing things. Just and even that up, week. Yeah, and even up till the night of, they will cut stuff. Like David hmm. Spade said, they cut stuff right before they go on, and he thought he was going to be on and he wasn't. So okay. it's kind of cool. I just yeah. like the it's almost, it's like live theater. There's like this adrenaline to it, like. You just got to be ready to go. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. I think so. I would like to be a part of it. I don't really love to watch it. Like, one of the things I thought would be fun in maybe some lifetime is doing the the classes that four-day weekend. Oh, yeah, the four-day weekend, the local Fort Worth-Dallas mm-hmm. comedy troupe. Yeah. yeah, improv, improv. Yeah. And they do some classes, or they did it one time. Would you take those with me? Oh, yeah. <gasps> Let's do improv I've together. done several corporate shows with those guys, and they're awesome. Yeah. Well, I would like to do a pri- some private classes with them. And they recently did a virtual show, mm-hmm. which you can probably catch on YouTube or their Facebook page. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they're trying to raise money to keep the theater. They just opened not too long ago a theater in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Is that where we went? No, we okay. were in Fort Worth. Oh, okay. They've been in Fort Worth for like over 20 years. Oh, okay. So they finally opened one in Dallas. And then COVID. They're, yeah, they're trying to, they haven't been able to perform, obviously, in wow. six or eight months. Wow. So they're trying to keep the theaters open. Yeah. So check out their Facebook page. and Yeah, so cool. Help David Wilk and those guys out. I'm so impressed yeah. with that type of comedy. Let's go take a class. Okay, I'll, I'll oh, call. That's what I'll, I to call your people. I'll, I'll Facebook David Wilk <laughs> next week and see if they're still doing them. I, yeah. Maybe they were doing like a virtual Zoom kind of thing. I don't know. That would be so fun. That would be awesome. Let's do that, okay? Okay. All right. Are you ready for the next one? I think so. All right, let's do it.
the <laughs> this has something to do with Arnold Schwarzenegger, which I just mentioned earlier. Yes, it, it does. Is it the movie Predator? No. No? Mm -mm. Is it the movie Commando? It is not a movie. It's not a movie. It's another career he had. Oh, the bodybuilding. Nope. Nope. He had another career? Oh, governor of California. <laughs> what a weird life yes. he's had. As a Republican candidate, yep. Schwarzenegger was first elected October 7th. October. See what I did there? I see it because this is an October this episode. This is an October episode, 2003, and a special recall election to replace then-Governor Gray Davis. Mm -hmm. He was sworn in on November 17th to serve the remainder of Davis's turn. Why did he take over Davis's turn, do you know? There was a lot going on with Davis. I, there were some, like, behind-closed-doors dealings. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, it, was, it got kind of messy. Right. Well, in 2011, he completed his second term as governor and returned to acting. Yep. Schwarzenegger has been a registered Republican for many years. When he was an actor, his political views were always well known as they contrasted with those of many other prominent Hollywood stars who generally considered to be liberal and Democratic-leaning community. Yeah. At the 2004 Republican National Convention, Schwarzenegger gave a speech and explained that he was a Republican because the Democrats of the 1960s sounded too much like the Australian socialists. Oh, wow. And this is what he says. I arrived here in 1968. What a special day it was. I remember I arrived here with empty pockets, but full dreams, full of determination, full of desire. The presidential campaign was in full swing. I remember watching Nixon-Humphrey presidential race on TV. A friend of mine who spoke German and English translated for me. I heard Humphrey saying things that sounded like socialism, which I had just left. But then I heard Nixon speak. He was talking about free enterprise, getting the government off your back, lowering the taxes, and strengthening the military. Listening to Nixon speak sounded more like a breath of fresh air. I said to my friend... Uh, I looked at him and said, what party is he? And my friend said, he's a Republican. And I said, then I'm a Republican. <laughs> and okay. I've been a Republican ever since. Does he realize that it kind of fell apart for Richard Nixon? A little no. bit after that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. That was just what he quoted at that time. But yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So there you go. Rich okay. That's interesting because when I think of California governor, who do you think of before uh, him? Ronald Reagan was the oh, he was? governor of California back also in the 60s. Also an actor. What is it with right. actors coming out of... But Arnold being... can't be president, though. Because he, he was not born in the He's United born States. in Austria. So Interesting. These days, he would probably win. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Really? I mean, name recognition and all that, I think you could really have a shot. Well, like, I think are you if... saying Kanye has a chance? No, Kanye... <laughs> Kanye. Explain yourself. Well, I think name recognition is a big deal. I think Kanye sometimes is a little too extreme. Like people don't really know what he's talking about. But I think if you, like I think The Rock would probably be a good one. Dwayne Johnson, mm -hmm. who can articulate what he believes and has that name recognition and everybody likes him. Right. So I think someone like that, I mean, after you see Trump getting elected, that name recognition takes you a long way, I think. Huh, interesting. So. It's a good political point. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. So it's weird to think that Arnold, based on his action movie career, it's weird that he became governor of California. Right. That's I know. so bizarre. I know. Was he good at this job? I guess he did okay, but California's still not doing great economically. But Right. I mean, I guess he did get reelected for a second yeah. term. That's so crazy. It's pretty wild. All right. I actually have a fourth one. We usually only do three, but I have another one. Okay. If you're willing. 
I think I'm ready. All right, here I we go. I can do this. Let's do it. I was thinking. Last night about this case and their theory and how it didn't make any sense and how it didn't fit and how something is wrong. It occurred to me how they were going to come here and stand up here and tell you how O.J. Simpson was going to disguise himself, was going to put on a knit cap and some dark clothes, and he was going to get in his white Bronco and this recognizable person and go over and kill his wife. That's what they want you to believe. That's how silly their argument is. And I said to myself, Maybe I can demonstrate this graphically. I'm going to show you something. This is a knit cap. I'm going to put this knit cap on. Now, you've been seeing me for a year. If I put this knit cap on, who am I? I'm still Johnny Cochran with a knit cap. And if you look at O.J. Simpson over there, and he has a rather large head, O.J. Simpson in a knit cap from two blocks away is still O.J. Simpson. It's no disguise. It's no disguise. It makes no sense. It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Okay, this has to do with the O.J. Simpson trial. Okay. Gosh, what year was that? 96? Five. 95, okay. Mm -hmm. There, okay. I got it. Boom. <laughs> and you we're did. done. Uh, that's Boom. it. Okay. So Saturday marks 25 years since one of the most infamous moments in American criminal trial history. Oh, October wow. 3rd, 1955. Former NFL star O.J. Simpson was acquitted of all criminal charges in the murders of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and waiter, Ron Goldman. Oh, gosh. From the televised criminal trial that captivated the nation to the kidnapping and armed robbery charges that surfaced years later and sent him to prison, here is a look back at the key moments of his, of his life. Are you ready? Did you know that he started as a football player? Yes. Just kidding. For the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> well, before that, who did you play college for? Oh, gosh. I can't remember who you played college University for. University of Southern California. Oh, you, I was going to say USC, but then yeah. I was thinking Marcus Allen. And that but... was in the 1960s. So yeah. he was a running back. And in 1968, he won the, what? Do you know what he won? He won the... the college football top award. Heisman Trophy. Yeah, he won the Heisman. Yeah. And, and then the NFL, he was with who? Buffalo Bills. Right. So in 1969, Simpson was the first pick, and he played for the Buffalo Bills. In 1973, he became the f he became the first in the NFL to rush for 2,000 or more yeah. yards in one season. Who's broken that now? A lot of people? Or not a lot? Is I it still know. like a honorable? Well, I, know. I, I feel like Eric Dickerson has done it. I think a few people have done it. Oh, okay. So it's... It's still hard to do. It's still hard to do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Simpson retired in 1979 is when it, and was inducted into the Pro Hall of Fame in 1985. Okay. From football, he went to film. Did you know that? Yeah. What? What? How did you know that? Well, he did Hertz rental car oh commercials. What? He left football <laughs> behind for Hollywood, starring in popular Hertz commercials. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was trying to get to his car, and he'd jump over the luggage and all that, getting through the airport terminal to get to his rental car. Okay. Who was the football player that did the little Coke commercial or whatever Dr. Pepper commercial? Mean Joe Green? Oh, yeah. Where he, he throws the kid the jersey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's not the same person. No, Mean Joe Green was a defensive end for oh. the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> okay. Um, one of his movies was Capricorn One. Never heard of it. Never heard of that either. And Naked Gun. Naked Gun. He was one of the... And we're back he's... to Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. <laughs> 
life is just like that, isn't it? It is. He was one. I think he was a sergeant or something. And I remember for some reason what just popped in my head was they're at the Dodger Stadium, I think. And for some reason, OJ had been messed up. Like he was in a wheelchair and had a broken leg and all this. And they let they let his wheelchair go and he flies down and... Okay, well, yeah, I, anyways, I did down not, the steps. I did anyways, not know any of these I don't things. know why that randomly <laughs> popped in my head. So he married Nicole Brown in 1985. Mm. They had two children, Sydney and Justin, and in 1992, Simpson and Nicole Brown divorced. On yeah. the night of June 12th, 1994, the Brown Simpson and Brown Simpson and her family had dinner at a Los Angeles restaurant. Gold, Ron Goldman, a waiter at that restaurant, went to Brown Simpson's house. So. That's the wife, Brown mm-hmm. Simpson, um, home that night to return glasses her mother had left behind. Now, why does a waiter know where the where she lives? Do we ever know that? Well, I feel like they were dating. Oh, okay. But her and OJ had split, so OJ really shouldn't be in any of his business. Right. Okay. So to she he was returning glasses her mother had left behind. Either way, he. I mean, you can go back and forth on whether you think he did it, but if he did do it, he was probably jealous. Even if nothing was going on, he was jealous. He was jealous, yeah. So around midnight, Brown Simpson and Goldman were found stabbed to death in Brown Simpson's home. Uh, Simpson was in Los Angeles that evening of June 12th, but he took a late flight that night to Chicago. When he returned to Los Angeles the next day, he was interviewed by police, but not immediately arrested. Then, on June 17th, 1994, prosecutors ordered Simpson to surrender, but instead he did what? He, he fled in that Bronco. In the, in the slow white Bronco chase. And that went on for hours. Where <laughs> yeah. were you when that happened? Do you remember? I was, I believed we lived in Arlington, and I was watching it on TV. I was mm-hmm. going to art school, and oh, I was funny. working on a project at the kitchen table while oh I was gosh, watching the Oh my gosh, that's so Bronco. funny. I must have been working. Yeah, you were at the salon, I think. Yeah, that's so crazy. And really, until he did that, you could, that's when it, to me, I mean, I don't know all, I can't remember everything about the case, mm-hmm. but he had some plausible denial until he did that. It was just weird how he reacted, trying to get away yeah. But not really. Because you just thought at the time you were like, if you're not guilty, what do you have to yeah, do? Yeah, it's like, why would you why, why would you, you flee like that in a weird way? So, I also yeah. didn't remember he had a friend in the car with him, Al Cowlings. Yeah, he was a football player, too. I think he was a lineman, perhaps. Oh, okay. He was a better So they led the police on a slow speed chase that brought the California, that brought the Southern California freeways to a standstill. And, of course... 95 million Americans watching on TV, news helicopters hovering, documenting everything, documenting everything. Uh, so anyway, Simpson eventually surrendered and was arrested. So then the defense attorney claimed Simpson was wrongly accused, but prosecutors agreed that Simpson was con- a controlling husband who, who abused Nicole Brown. Prosecutors also pointed to blood from the crime scene that they found in Simpson's car and home. That's pretty telling. I know. And the fact that he was unaccounted for for more than an hour on the night of the killings, I mean, that's kind of suspicious. So during the trial, the prosecution asked Simpson to put on gloves, believed to have been worn by the killer, but they didn't appear to fit properly. And famously told the jury in his closing argument, If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. That's right. And October 3rd, Johnny Cochran, 1995, Simpson was acquitted of all charges. Do you remember him putting that glove on his hand? Oh, yeah. I kind of remember that, too. What was that, 95? So, 
I, I feel like I remember where I was. I was like waiting for Drew to come out of kindergarten. Would that have been right? No, Drew was born in. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Drew... <laughs> Drew was born a couple of years later. Oh, my God. So I don't think it was Drew. Oh, well, we didn't have any other kids before that. So I felt like I knew maybe I was just listening to something about it years ago. Well, yeah, later. that was still. It was. Ten, on the 10th anniversary, I must have been reading okay. it. Okay, there you go. Oh, no. That's what it was. What? It was the civil suit, maybe, later. Oh, after, yeah. That was a, okay. that was well, a few years later. Okay, well, crazy. So, anyways, I just kind of remember him trying to, put, trying to shove his hand in that glove. Yeah. Like, that was so silly. And it's kind of weird that later he was convicted on the civil suit. Right. Which doesn't need to have, I guess, as much... You, with the criminal trial, if there's any doubt, they say you're innocent. All right. And the civil... It's there's there's less you have to have less proof I guess uh-huh. or it, you can have some doubt and say he still did it kind of thing so. right yeah so he has always maintained his innocence by yep. the way in uh, a guilty verdict at a civil court case in 1997 a civil jury found Simpson liable Drew still wasn't born yet for wrongful death in the <laughs> what double year was murder that? 97 okay we're getting closer <laughs> Simpson was ordered to pay 33.5 million in damages to the Brown and Goldman family this is what happened in September of 2007 oh yeah Simpson led a group of men into a Los Angeles hotel and casino to steal what he claimed was his own sports memorabilia at gunpoint. Yes. What a crazy person. I don't think he had the guns, but the guys with him did. I remember this. Why is this man on the streets? I don't know. He seems to be self-destructive, doesn't he? It is so That's crazy. what he finally went to prison for. Right. Simpson was charged with a number of felony counts, including kidnapping and armed robbery in, ni- in 2008. So, see, this must have been maybe things I was hearing at this point. Simpson was found guilty in the botched robbery and sentenced for up to 33 years in prison. Okay, do the math. How long ago was that? What, 2007? 2008. He, isn't he already out? I think he's already oh, out. I don't know. I think, I'm pretty sure he's out. Okay. I didn't like he got that. parole or whatever. Really? I think so. So what does a man do with his time now? I just plays golf and stuff. Does I don't he have know. money? I, he's got money. He, I think he put it in creative locations so he could still have money and then still tell the Goldmans he didn't have any. What's a creative so, location we could put money in? I don't know. We and have to have the money where first. Where do we find other people's creative locations? <laughs> Are you saying find other people's money? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, if they misplaced it. Well, yeah. Is there a Well, I mean, you, like, you put it in other accounts and act like you have no money. Like, I have no liquid assets, but really they just put it somewhere else. Okay. I don't know that much about finances, but that's what he did. Is like in movies he, when they say they have accounts in Switzerland, this is what they're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, he like okay. scattered his money so they he could say I don't have any. Yeah. So then they haven't really. He's never really paid the Goldmans. Here, mom, much hold on to this for me. Like yes. just like handing it to someone else for a yeah, bit. Yeah, just hand him a bag of cash and <laughs> they put it in their wall. This sounds like a cartoon. Yeah. Isn't it sad, though? Because I wasn't a huge OJ fan. Like, I kind of heard of him. Like, the first time I really noticed him as much, because I was pretty young at the time, was the Hertz commercials, and mm-hmm. then I kind of realized he was with the Bills and all that. But to see famous people, and you think they've got it all together, and he's successful, so he has no problems, you kind of think that. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And then you realize, like, when your heroes and stuff mess up and fall, you're... It, it's very disappointing. Can you think of a hero you've had that, like, 
I when yeah. when we're when I was thinking about it, I thought about David Lee Roth. Oh uh, yeah. Because didn't you? Yeah. You've got to tell that story. I really liked David Lee Roth. Yeah. I mean, I this was a big, I was a big Sammy Hagar fan more than da- I like David Lee Roth's solo album. But you got us tickets to go see David Lee Roth, and who was opening? Uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah. Was opening for David Lee Roth. Casey and the no, Sunshine. No, no, it was. Uh, cool in the Gang. Oh, Cool in the Gang. That's in right. the last one. Yes, Cool in the Gang was so good, and yeah. I mean, had brass instruments, like really just killed it. Yeah. And then David Lee Roth came out, and it was embarrassing. Like well, he, he couldn't, couldn't keep sing. Yeah. He for sure probably wasn't wasn't sober, and he. I mean, his singing was like totally off key. Didn't even sound like yeah. him. But Eddie was great, which R.I.P. Oh Eddie. yeah, right. Yeah. Which also happened this month, by the way. Oh wow. I almost put that on the list yeah. to talk about. So it's good that we're bringing up this David Lee Roth right now. But okay. anyways, he was terrible. And in the middle of the show, like we're just rocking out, he stops for what no less than 20 minutes. Oh, it was a long time. This 20? must have been the reason, because they've, the Van Halen brothers and him have never 100% gotten along. Oh, I didn't know So this that. feels like what he said has to happen if I'm going to go on this tour. Which is, we're going to talk about my dogs. He trains dogs, apparently. dog videos for 20 minutes, well, at least. While they play a song. And so the concert literally comes to a screeching stop, and everybody's rocking out, and then all of a sudden people just kind of start awkwardly sitting down, just... It's time to go get some nachos. All around the whole place. Yeah. Everybody sits down, and we're all kind of looking at each other like, what in the world? It was on the big jumbotron behind them. It was in black and white. He it was, was out in the field. It was how he trained his dogs. Yeah. It was literally a drawn dog. Yeah, Yeah. so crazy. Anyways, yeah, so there's... Okay, thinking of rock and roll, this also made me think, who did you try to go see? What floor did you go to back when you were a teenager? Oh, uh, well, that was David Lee Roth, wasn't it? Is that who that was, too? Yeah. Okay, so you also had another experience with him. Yeah. You've got to tell us what happened then. Well, we were at this retreat like i was in high school and i was part of the vocational industrial clubs of america were you I was like the, high up in that i was the west central district vice president of georgia boom boom and i was in this for cosmetology of course and so you went to competitions and whatever and so anyways we had to go stay at this kind of swanky little hotel with cabins swanky that sounds like scooter mcscoops would say <laughs> It had little cabins and such. Really? Yeah, it had okay. like a hotel, but we were kind of in these cabin areas. Yeah. And uh, did they take you out there in a golf cart? That no. no. We heard that David Lee Roth and Brett Michaels, Poison. It was David Lee Roth and Poison oh, were in concert together yeah. in Savannah. We were in Savannah, Georgia, and they were in concert. And so we, whoever I was rooming with, don't remember who, who that was at all, but her and I got room service. <laughs> told the guy we'd tip him a whole lot if he would tell us just what floor. Did you tip him? Yeah, of course. Well, how, what is a whole lot to you as a teenager I don't in remember. high school? I feel like $20. Really? Yeah. Okay. He spilled his guts pretty quickly. Okay. So sure enough, he said fifth floor. And we went marching ourselves over that hotel. I mean, these are just, it was just crazy. It was so dangerous, I'm sure. We... We're so nervous. We punched the button, four or five. I mean, as soon as the door opened, there were just like alcohol bottles and cans everywhere. We had not big... from David and um, surely not. Brett. They surely wouldn't not. do that. Surely not. No. I don't know if Brett Michaels was staying at that place. Okay. He, they were in concert together. So, I mean, we were just having to kick cans out of our way to even get off the floor. He'd given us a room number. So we went and 
knocked on the door. I mean, kind of held our breath, like so nervous, just waiting. It was almost like you knew someone was in there and they weren't talking. They weren't going to say anything. Yeah. And we just waited a couple seconds. And then apparently we did not have the secret knock because we knocked again and were quickly told to blank off. Oh, okay. Yes. And so to which our little 15 year old selves just hauled back down, pushed the button back down all the way, you know, ran back to our little cabin. Oh, it was terrifying. Terrifying. But then the next day, his limo pulled up in the front, and the limo driver let us sit in his limo before he got in it. What? How did you? How did this happen? <laughs> I don't know. We just said, "Can we sit in it?" And he was like, "Sure." Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's just what happens. Okay. Well, here's the very last thing I thought was so okay. interesting about the O.J. Simpson thing. Yeah. I mean, it's very short, but I just want to tell you this. As Judge Jackie Glass prepared to sentence him, she said to Simpson earlier in this case. At a bail hearing, I asked Mr. Simpson, I didn't know if he was arrogant or ignorant or both. And during the trial and through this proceeding, I've gotten my answer. It was both. Oh, wow. Is that for the civil case? Yeah. 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 Isn't that crazy? I know. So sad. And now he's back out. I believe he's out. I think he's just kind of hanging out, playing golf and staying behind the scenes, I guess. Yeah. Trying not to get in trouble again, maybe? (laughs) Maybe so. He'd be smart, too. And we don't maybe know where David Lee Roth is. Maybe he got some, maybe they've all gotten mental, some mental care. Maybe so. Some counseling <laughs> might be in order. Well, how did I do? I think you did great, Rebecca. Did I stump you too hard? No. Okay. It, they, they were, I had a chance on each one. Okay. So that's all I asked for was to have a chance. The one I knew the absolute least about, you knew yeah. the absolute most about. Which one? Saturday, Saturday Night Live? Live. So random, right? How do you know that? I don't know. A misspent youth. Yeah. Not sure. You really do know a lot about like actors and their histories and sports and all people. You know yeah. a lot about all people. <laughs> I can't compete. <laughs> no, you did great. Very well done. It's, this was stressful. This was a lot of work. I spent a four-hour train ride on the way to Oklahoma City working out the details of this so i mean it's a lot of work i appreciate you doing this month in history because it's work i'm very proud of you thank you maybe you should just take it over no no you don't want to don't force this on me (laughs) even though it was kind of fun but it's also stressful you'd rather do the guessing i'm terrible at the guessing why don't you have your own podcast (laughs) i'll I'll just talk to myself clearly try to stump yourself it'll be great terrible at this. Well, as my memory gets worse and worse as I get older, it'll be great. It'll be a fun time. It'll be like a split personality. <laughs> How about you talk to Scooter McScoots? Yeps. That would be great. <laughs> Did you just say yips? <laughs> yips. So I'll have to call him and see if he wants to do that. Maybe right. we could do a whole episode oh, of just he and I. Because you, you were in with him last time, so maybe exa- I need to try to <laughs> fight through that. That sounds exhausting for you. <laughs> but please, I think the world wants to hear that. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll call him and see what he's up to. Yeah. He's probably all into the election right now. Right. Isn't there an election ne- next week? I think so. Oh, by the way, I did take, I took Jake, our middle son, to, for his first time. Yeah, how did he say? Vote. What did he say about that? We haven't talked about he it. He didn't really care. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> when he came out, was he like, eh. No, he just got in the car and we drove off. That was it. Okay. What was funny is there were some candidates out there, which I don't know if they're supposed to be that close to the polling site, but anyways. The actual candidate? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought uh, it was just the people. It was, no, it was, there were some people for candidates, but there was specifically one candidate there. Oh, really? And she's, she looked at Jake and said, is this your first time? And he said, yeah. And he's like, she's like, first time voter. And everybody cheered for Jake. And oh, he, wow. he like rolled his eyes. <laughs> 
I said, Jake, you're a star. Yes. And he tried to, did he try to shrink and blend in? Yes. He, you know, (laughs) (laughs) he's only 6'3", 280, so. He didn't blend in very well. Uh, he he did good. I was proud of him for. I don't know how interested he was in the process. Yeah. But he did participate, and that's okay. good. Well, like that's, that's good. a good start. That's good. That's a good. Maybe start. as he gets older, he'll get more interested in. Yeah. Just civics and that kind of thing. Right. He just kind of fought through it today, and I think we were in line maybe an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So. That's not terrible. No, it wasn't bad. Awesome. What are we doing tomorrow, Scott Hardy? What are we doing tomorrow? Um. We're sleeping in late. Scott. We're Oh, no, well, you have a book launch tomorrow. I have a book launch for tomorrow. For Am I Ready? Am I Ready? And I think you're a little petrified, aren't I'm you? I'm terrified nobody's <laughs> going to show up. I'm sure there are going to be people there. I'm going to have to just stand out in the street and offer free coffee or something to come <laughs> in the coffee shop. I'm scared Stand out next to up. the, it's going to be on Bowen and what's that other road? Pleasant Ridge. Pleasant Ridge. Yeah. Am I Ready? Grounds and Gold. It's available on Amazon. It's also on Teacher Pay Teacher. It is. Teacher Pay Teacher Teacher is a cool website I'd never heard of before, really. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a teacher, that's where you can find it. Where teachers can get resources to help in their classrooms. Yeah. I had no idea it was there. So after tomorrow, I'm going to tell you about the next book that I need you to illustrate. Right. Really? I'm gearing up for that. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought there was like a sequel to this one first. There is. There is. This one... The one that is out right now, Am I Ready, has a boy on the cover, and it's got a blue background, right. and I really want the exact same book with maybe a girl on the cover yeah, and the main hit. character. Yeah. yeah. So then after you, I mean, that should just take you like a day or two, right? Flip that around. Hours. It'll take hours. Hours for yeah. you to just create that character. Yeah. Create a new fiance and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll just whip that out. And then I'll tell you about my next Whoa, book. Whoa, don't tell me yet. Called. No, don't. Are you, Are you going to tell me the name of it? I'll tell you the title. Oh, gosh. Do brave things. Do brave things. See what what happens here is when I start getting it, when she tells me the premise and stuff. I do this with all my projects. If I hear about it, I start thinking about that one, mm-hmm. and I know I've got to finish this other one first. But right. I, my mind and everything goes to the next one. Well, there you go. So I don't need to know anything I else won't about tell you anything it. Anything else? Right. Give me a couple of weeks to. All right. Get the sequel ready. We'll so. do it. Well. Okay. I hope. That tomorrow is successful. I'm really nervous about it. <laughs> it's going to be great. And I'm glad that I did okay at this, at least for this weekend. This is my success. So you did an awesome job. <laughs> Next time, the ball's back in your court, honey. Okay. Start working on November because that's in two days. <laughs> <laughs> the work never ends. That's right. To bring comedy and entertainment to the masses. That's right. You're just constantly working it. You're right. You are. You're doing a great job. Yep. I appreciate it. All right. Well, like and subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a review. That'll be fun. Also, go review my book on Amazon. I need some reviews on there. It's called Am I Ready? Am I Ready? Rebecca Hardy. All right. Okay. Party party of five and a half. Over and out. We'll see you next time.